This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. I'm saying that Abe Lincoln could dunk James Madison. Oh, okay. That's what you're telling me. Tell everybody in America, what's the name of that song? It's the Hokey Pokey. You're exactly yeah, right. It's the Hokey Pokey. <laughs> From Flatwoods, Kentucky. Garbanzo, Garbanzo And welcome to Trivia Friday. It is Friday, first of all. And then we're going to get trivial on this show, but in a way that will learn you something. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman today. And J.J. Jasper, the pride of Owensboro, Kentucky, joins me. Good morning, J.J. Good morning. Great to be here. Brother Bert and I have green on. You don't. So apparently you don't care about being pinched or being denied a bowl of Lucky Charms or... Finding a gold, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Actually, I, I like being pinched. So y'all, <laughs> y'all have at it. Bring it. I enjoy it. <laughs> I'll get somebody else for that pass. Well, then See, you, that you kept, need to volunteer that, to work in the nursery. That that kept you guys away from me, didn't <laughs> it? Over. All of a sudden, when I said I liked it, <laughs> and that that uh, sound of joyful laughter is Brother Bert Harper Good sitting morning, in Bert. for Ed Vitagliano. Yes, who's sitting in for Tim? <laughs> so uh, welcome again, Bert. You do a great job when you're on with us. You I, sure I do. love. I enjoy doing this. I uh, I enjoy doing the Bible. The other thing I enjoy is laughing. So yes, it goes right. Good medicine. Yes, it does. Well, folks, it is Trivia Friday, and it is First Time Caller uh, Friday, which means that if you have tried to get on the program but never succeeded, in other words, you have never been on the air with us here for Trivia Friday, today is your day. So, folks, if you have been on, please just simply listen to the show. Learn some things, enjoy it. We hope you laugh, uh, but let other folks call to get on the program with us, and uh, we'll be firing up the phones. The number to call is 888-589-8840. That's the number to call if you want to get on this here program with us scholars <laughs> at Learning University, 888 589 Eight eight four zero. Now, the only real restriction we have is that we ask that you be that all the callers be eleven years old and up. So nobody under eleven years old, and uh, we encourage you, ten-year-olds and nine-year-olds, to wait eagerly for that moment when you turn eleven. You can call in and. Try to stump the panel That'd here. That'd be a birthday present. You get to call in today. Get to call in <laughs> Trivia Friday. JJ, well, we're going to all, all three of us are going to ask three questions. We're going to invite folks to call in and answer, ask one of their own. We like you to do both. But there's something special about one of the questions that will be asked. Why don't you explain about that? As you mentioned, there's going to be nine original questions. One of these nine is a mystery question. Now, you don't know which one it is, hence the mystery, but if you land on the mystery question and answer it correctly, you're going to hear this sound. Ah, the beloved cow That means you win yourself a really nice, brand-new AFR tumbler. When I say brand-new, we had T-shirts for the longest time. These stainless steel mugs, stainless steel travel tumblers, they're really, really nice. You'll win one if you answer the mystery question. If you don't win one, you can go to our store and purchase one. It's a great gift, and it helps the ministry. Uh, that's right. And so Tim is always uh, showing, there you that, go, there you go, Bert, Bert. showing that tumble. So get it, tumbler? 
And folks, uh, you're on radio. You're saying, how in the world are we supposed to see someone holding up a travel mug? Well, there are two ways you can watch us do this program on our live video stream. You can go to Facebook and search for today's issues. That's normally the name of this program. Search for today's issues, and you can watch us uh, on the live video stream. Or you can go to our own streaming platform, uh, AFA Streaming, and the website for that is streaming.afa.net, streaming.afa.net. All right, guys, I think we've covered everything, haven't I we? I think we have. Yeah, let's Except do for it. questions. It's questions. Bert, why don't you <laughs> okay. start us off, I'll go, and then J.J. will uh, be okay. the last professor to give his questions, and then we'll go hit the phones. Well, when I'm on, you know I'm going to have a Bible question, Andrew Griffith, so I'll start off with those. Yes, sir. How mu- This is Andrew Griffith's show. How much money did Opie donate to the underprivileged children's drive? <laughs> How much money did Opie donate to the underprivileged children's drive? You know, I remember the episode. I am not sure I could come up with the with the amount. I, asked, I could guess, but I asked my wife Jan, and she got it right off the bat. And I said, "Well, I, well, I won't give a multiple choice then." Yes. So uh, I had originally a multiple choice, but I'm going to leave it there right now. Yes. If it doesn't get answered, I'll You'll give a it, multiple I'll, choice. I'll bring it. To Our you. two youngest children, two youngest girls, have started binge watching Little House on the Prairie. Yeah. And they're like, "Where have we been?" I know it. The storyline, the good uh, instruction, the good training, and uh, I'm going to have to turn them on to. Um, Andy, Andy Griffith, Griffith for the same reason. Yeah. I, I've I've said this before. I'll just just interrupt just for a moment, Brother Bert. Uh, the, my wife and my kids, when they were growing up, they loved Little House on the Prairie. And for some reason, when they were watching it, it was coming on regular television, not right. reruns and syndication. For some reason, I used to mock that show. I never watched it. Oh, I, I remember you said that. Yeah, before. I used to mock it. I, I don't know what it was about it. You know, a bunch of kids on a prairie or whatever. And then the first time I started watching it in reruns, I thought, "What an idiot! <laughs> this is an awesome show. Good it is values, such a good. Always show. have a good moral yeah, lesson yeah. at the end. Great acting. Yeah, it came just, on Monday nights, and I was in school on Monday nights. So Jan and the boys would always watch Little House on the Prairie. Our middle one, Matthew. Uh, he would whistle the tune. He he'd just go about whistling the tune. They yeah. watched it. It was that right. good. Yeah. So it's great. Hey, my second question, and this is the Bible question. The Bible lists the twelve apostles in three of the gospels. Okay, three of the gospels. They give the list. Who is always listed last? Oh, which good. one of the oh, apostles is always listed last? Good. Question. I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Uh, okay. I have, a, I have okay. a guess, but I don't. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, in honor of St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Here's here we go. Today. Oh, here it is. What do the three leaves of a shamrock represent, according to Irish tradition? What do the three leaves of a shamrock represent, according to the Irish tradition? Oh, it's not question. Uh, Curly, uh, Mo, Joe and Merle, uh no, no, what? Mo, Mo, Larry Mo, Larry. Curly. It's been a long week. It's not those guys, so that's it, a little. Or wink and blink and nod. It's not them right. either. I, I give or that the Nina, the Penta, and the Santa Maria. <laughs> give one of those. those. Give some yeah. hints. We can eliminate. That's okay. right. All right. Here are great questions, Brother Bird. Here are my three questions. Francis Jane Van Alstyne was an American composer who wrote more than 8,000 hymns and gospel songs. But what name is she more commonly known by? Uh, that was bad English at the end there. Bad grammar. Francis Jane Van Alstyne was an American composer who wrote more than 8,000 hymns and gospel songs. 
By what name is she more commonly known? Second question. While termites are the most destructive pest in the U.S., what do exterminators consider the worst nuisance insect pest? What do exterminators consider the worst nuisance insect pest? And third question. Olive oil is a fruit juice. Is that true or false? Olive oil is a fruit juice. Is that true or false? I thought that was Popeye's girlfriend. I, I mean, olive oil. That is <laughs> spelled. It's spelled uh, differently. Different. But yeah. Do it, do it, Ed. You had to do it for me. <laughs> no, you do it. No, no, you got to do it. <laughs> Go ahead, JJ. In the wilderness. Oh, here's my first question from the Old Testament, and it's a little bit long, but I'll abbreviate it after this first long version. In the wilderness, the Israelites grew impatient and began to speak against God and Moses. So the Lord sent poisonous snakes among the people. Many were bitten and died. After the people repented, how were they healed after being bitten by one of the snakes? So my question is, they complained against God and and Moses. These snakes started to bite the people and they died. And the Lord told Moses, do this. And when they're bitten by the snake, they'll survive. What did the Lord tell Moses to do? And that's one question. And that's one question. <laughs> I, I, just made, I was making no, sure there. No, that's good. What, what did the Lord tell Moses to do so the people would survive being bit by the snakes? Here's the second question, a lot shorter. What nation is referred to as the Emerald Isle? What nation is referred to as the Emerald Isle? Third question what TV show from the 1960s began with the words, there is nothing wrong with your television set? That's a great question. What TV show from the 1960s began with some very creepy words, there is nothing wrong with your you television set? You think an 11-year-old might get that, right? I don't think so. I, <laughs> I don't barely so. remember it. No, I remember it, this one. It, it made, the, made me get the, the willies yeah. just thinking about the TV it show. It was genuinely scary for, for that age. Yeah. Yeah, it was anyway. Yes, it was. It was. All right, Brother Bert, let's go to the phone. Okay, let's go to Texas and talk to Nathan. Welcome, Nathan. Morning, guys. Morning. Well, what part of Texas you from, Nathan? I live in Greenville, Texas. Okay, yeah. I know where that is. Hey, do you want to answer, ask, or do both? I'll like try to do both this morning, please. Okay, which one of the questions would you like to answer? I'll- I'd like to try your Andy Griffith uh, question. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> if I don't do an Andy Griffith show. People would be disappointed. Yes, disappointed. we count okay. on that, Brother it, Bert. This is, I'll just put it this way. This is one of the best uh, lines between Andy and Opie uh, all the years that it ran, and it, it was good. Here's the question. How much money did Opie donate to the underprivileged children's drive? Uh, it, it was two cents. Okay, wait, wait, just a minute. You want try? You want try again? <laughs> okay, Nathan, that uh, is you missing it a little bit. Uh, I, I, man, I sure thought it was two cents. Okay, well, I'm not. Uh, I, it's not correct. So okay, it, all right, it, it, okay, that's okay. fine. Hey, that's what's fine. your question for us, Nathan? Uh, another Andy Griffith question. When Barney was running for sheriff against Andy and they had the debate, what were the two objects that Barney accused 
Andy of having in the trunk of the squad car for emergency equipment. <laughs> oh, you mean what he did not have in in the trunk? Well, the two objects that he had instead of emergency equipment. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he... Brother Burton knows. He, 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 I don't know pole. for sure. It had... I can't help but believe it to be a fishing pole, but I, I don't know that, you know, because he was always going to Well, because he said uh, we didn't have... He says we don't have a, a machine gun or I forget whatever he, else he said, but uh, it was stuff to just to help people, and I can't remember. Yeah. I, I just can't. I, I, hey, was, it, Nathan, was it jumper cables and a <laughs> jumper cables and a and a fishing pole? I'm wondering. Yeah, yeah. What were they, Nathan? Uh, if I remember correctly, it was a shovel and a rake. A okay, shovel and a rake. rake. Well, I started to say a shovel, and yeah. I thought, well, that would be a good thing to have there. Have- <laughs> so anyway. All right, hey, thanks, thank buddy. You, Nathan. Have a great thank weekend. Thank you, Nathan. Okay, thank you so much. We're going to go to West Virginia and talk to Judith. Welcome, Judith. Good morning. How are you guys? We're doing well. Good. Thank, thank you Good. for asking. It's been, I've been trying for six years to get on to you guys. Wonderful. Six years. Judith, you made it. Six hey. years. And I was shocked when they answered this morning. <laughs> well, you sound so chipper. What part of West Virginia? Um. Central, mid central. Yeah. Up seven, right off of 79. Okay. That's a beautiful state you have. I wish it was a little more hilly, but you can't have everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Hey, I come from Flatland and I moved down here. I've been here for 46 years and I'm well over 70. But nobody's getting me out of West Virginia. It's I beautiful. Love it. Yeah, it's almost heaven. Yeah, it is. Hey, <laughs> ask, answer, or do both, dear? Uh, both. Which one you feel uh, confident hopefully. about? Well, maybe. Um, well, I was going to answer the one about the shamrock, but I I thought I knew it and I looked it up. So and I was right, but I'm not going to do that. That'd be cheating. <laughs> so, how about the one about Moses? Okay, uh, in the wilderness, when the Israelites got impatient with God and Moses, and the Lord sent the snakes, they were bitten and they were dying. He told, they repented, and the Lord told Moses, do this, and when the people are bitten by the snakes, they'll survive. What did he tell Moses to do, Judith? I hope I'm right. Otherwise, I'll be embarrassed. Look upon Aaron's broad. Uh, That's wrong. Look upon Aaron's what? Broad. Oh, uh, no, but you're, you're kind of moving in the <laughs> general right general direction. As far as looking well, upon so much something. for my knowledge. No, that's <laughs> well, that's right. okay. Yeah, that's hey, all right. You knew that other one, and you you made it. You gave somebody else maybe a little hint. Judith, uh, what's your question for us? Okay, what has ossicones, and how are they formed? What has ossicones? Yeah, O S S I C O N E S. Baskin Robbins. Osculating fans, oscul- anything moving from side to side or sweeping back and forth. I'm trying to give you guys with the big brains a hint. Uh, a good guess. On my, I'm just going to tell you, my brain's overrated. It's the league tights <laughs> and the league mites hang down from the and go up from the cave. Right. Cones. I wonder if it is caves. You know, uh, something, something, like yeah, that. Uh, something about caves, Judith. Is that it? No. Uh-oh. All right, give us the answer. They are the horns on giraffes. 
Oh, and what not, a great question. They're not Man. really horns. They're formed uh, from the ossified cartilage, which turns into bones, and they're covered with skin. Wow. Well, I'll be. Judith, I've held question. on to that question for five years. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good question. Yeah, that is that almost, is a very good. They're almost like little knobs, little yeah. knobs that come up, and so they're not. Yeah, horns. well, they're, they're some are two to three inches high. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. That is a great trivia yeah, question, is. and I, I'm going to be honest, Judith. Sometimes we'll get questions that I know we've had before. I've never heard that question. I haven't. That's, no, that's I haven't. the original. My, uh, my son and grandson. Yeah, no, I've never heard it either. That's why I've hung on to it. Yeah. Wonderful. They got to go to Kenya, and they, while they were there on the mission trip, they went on a safari, and they saw those giraffes in real life, not behind bars, but out in the yeah. in the grasslands, and they had those oxycones. <laughs> well, their tongue, I think, is black, and their tongue is about Oh, a man. foot and a half long. Yeah, so yeah. if you're ever eating an ice cream cone, drab you know, <laughs> looking over your shoulder. You don't stand a chance. You need a wide berth. That's where they came there. up with the six feet distance. That's right. Stay six <laughs> hey, feet away. Judith, have a wonderful weekend. Uh, thank you so much for listening to AFR. Thank you for your tenacity and your your uh, stick to your perseverance to get in. We're so glad to talk to you there in West Virginia. Okay. Y'all ready for the next call? Yeah, let's go. Let's go to Texas. Is it Amelia? Yes, it is, sir. Welcome. What part of Texas, Amelia? Central Texas, um, just off I-35. Okay. Well, thank you for calling today. First-time caller. Way to get through. Do you want to answer, ask, or do both? Um, I'll do both. Okay. Which question do you want to uh, uh, answer today? Um, I'll take a stab at the end of Griffith's one. Okay. Here we go again. Uh, how much money? Did Opie donate to the underprivileged children's drive? I'm going to go with three cents. That is correct. Three cents. Yeah. I hated to say, you know, Nathan was one cent off. Right. Uh, Now, Amelia, I'm just going to say now, at my age, everybody sounds young to me. But you sound uh, young. I'm wondering if you are. How is it that you uh, have... uh, so much information and knowledge about Andy Griffith. Are you a big fan? Your family watch a lot of Andy Griffith? What? My dad got me hooked on it a long time ago. Ah, all right. Your dad's a smart man. Smart yeah, man. such good values. That is one of the best shows, uh, Andy. You know, he says you gave a misly three cents, yes. you know. And then Opie says, why did he give too much, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> and but he, he, says, he says they have one and a half boys that are underprivileged here uh, in, in in this county, Mayberry County. And he said, I've never seen that, Paul. And and, and uh, Andy said, what? He said, I have a boy. Yeah. I mean, it was. He the, said, whole, that was the whole show, the, the whole, whole series show. is always filled with those kind of funny. Yeah. And they said it's Horatio. And, and Opie said, I haven't met Horatio. So anyway, <laughs> oh if you can't watch goodness. watch that clip. Watch and, that uh, one yeah, anyway. It is yeah. awesome. Way to go, Amelia. Hey, do you have a question for us? Yes, sir, I do. Go right ahead. All right. What is the smallest breed of rabbit in America, and how small is it when it's an adult? Like, how much does it weigh? The smallest what? Breed of rabbit. Breed of rabbit. Yeah. Oh, now this is probably I my I need to call my wife. She, yeah, she's an animal. She, she's, she's got a she has a rabbit. I don't even know what kind. Bunny it is. rabbit. Yes, bunny <laughs> rabbit. What uh, is a little rabbit called? 
a, a baby rabbit. I hadn't even thought about that. Do you know, uh, you yeah. should save that for a trip. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I'll look that I'll up. I'll bet and you save that. knows. Hey, Amelia, we're all, we're stumped. Yeah, I we don't tell know. you. We don't know uh, the rabbit question, but you're going to learn us something. So and I hope it's answer? not pygmy rabbit or something <laughs> obvious like that. But what's the answer? It's a Netherland dwarf, and when it's an adult, it's two and a half pounds, just a little under. Dwarf. Two point four pounds. Netherland dwarf. Well, isn't isn't like the isn't there a a what's the real huge rabbit? Isn't that a Netherland rabbit? There's or it's some no, name. it's a Flemish giant. Flemish, okay. Flemish giant. I knew it was I've had a nightmare. That's one of those recurring nightmares. The attacks I have of a rabbit. giant is chasing. Yeah, the attacks. <laughs> and it's usually gi- saying fee five. Fo, that's fo. right. That's right. That could solve a don't carrot. Just your television set. That's right. <laughs> that's Amelia, what that does. thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening to AFR. Okay, guys, we got time. I think to go to Mississippi and talk to Deborah. Welcome, Deborah. Good morning, professors. Good morning. Good morning to you. What part of Mississippi, Deborah, are you from? Past Christian or oh, Past Christian, whatever yeah, you yeah. want to call it. Pretty Way down there on the coast, yeah. Is everybody right past Christians, Christians? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm positive that is not a true statement. Oh, okay. I just wanted to. I was just in Gulfport last weekend, Deborah, so I was down there I know. in your neck of the woods. Yes, I wish I could have gone there. I love uh, Michael Memorial, and I, but I love my church, too, and yeah. it was on a Sunday, so I couldn't go. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'll give a little shout-out to Michael Memorial Baptist Church, Tony Carnes, Tony and Lisa, and just wonderful services, and uh, Melanie and three of our children went. We just had a wonderful time. Hey, you want to ask, answer, or yeah. do both, Deborah? Well, I'm going to try to do both. All right, which question you want to try to answer? And the one about the TV set. Oh, okay. Here's the question. Uh, what TV show came from the 1960s, began with the words, there is nothing wrong with your television set? I think that was the Twilight Zone. That's really, really close, and that's an excellent guess, but it's it's not. It's one in that same genre. Oh, Okay. Okay. But you probably narrowed it down for somebody else. That's right. <laughs> you eliminated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear that song, that music. I mean, ooh-wee. Right. Okay. right. <laughs> it kind of sends uh, shivers up your spine if you were old enough yeah, to no, I, to watch those. The Twilight does. Zone oh, yeah. was another one. I'm, yeah. It was that the fellow that you yeah. he'd stand sideways with his uh, uh, silhouette? That's Alfred Hitchcock. That's Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock no, presents. I'm getting yeah. all Alfred mixed Hitchcock. up. Yeah. 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 Hey, what's yes, your question yes, for yes. us, dear? Okay, well, um, I know that y'all, some of y'all are reading the Bible through, and I've been doing the same, and so I, I'm a little behind y'all, though, because I started later in the first of the year instead of January. It didn't start till February, so I'm in Exodus now. So my question is, who was the first dermatologist? Who was Probably gave the, the answer away. First dermatologist. All right, so it's got to be someone yeah. from Exodus. Exodus. Uh, the first dermatologist. Would I'm it, so bad with with riddles. Would it be having like to this. heal, like uh, you like know, with Miriam who took he had leprosy. Had leprosy. Said, Stand outside of the thing, and then you can come back in. Yeah. Your leprosy will be gone. So God. I mean, uh, hey, we're gonna say God, Deborah. Okay, I, I hear the music, so should I just tell yeah, you? Tell yeah, us then, please. Go ahead and tell us. Okay, a dermatologist is the one who specializes in skin diseases, and the priest 
were the ones who had to inspect the skin to make sure it was or was not leprosy. And then, you know, they had to return. So y'all were on the right track. Okay. Yeah, all the boils and the, all the different the skin. Yeah. Had lesions. to look at the lesions and that's the skin right. and exactly. So, oh, that's yeah. good. Dermatologist. Hey, thanks for reading your Bible. Ha- happy St. Patrick's Day and have a great weekend. Thank you, Deborah. Uh, all right, folks, we are going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll reset our questions and continue on with Trivia Friday. What does the American Family Association stand for? We believe that our ministry, as well as everything in the heavens and on earth, belongs to God. And our role is that of a trusted manager. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation. Thank you for standing with us. We live in a day when America's families are under attack like never before. Buddy Smith, Senior Vice President of the American Family Association. The war against biblical principles rages on numerous fronts. The Internet, Hollywood, Washington, D.C., America's corporate boardrooms, and the list goes on. At American Family Association, we're committed to standing against the enemies of God, the enemies of your family. And we recognize it's an impossible task without God's favor and your partnership. Thank you for being faithful to pray for this ministry, to give financially, and to respond to our calls for activism. What you do on the home front is crucial to what we do on the battlefront. We praise God for your faithfulness. And may He give us many victories in the battles ahead as we work together to restore our nation's biblical foundations. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Stern. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, my goal as a teacher is, is to impart knowledge and then be able then for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers? Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. The Associated Press wrote a story the other day about how Uber and Lyft drivers are using their personal vehicles to promote Christianity. In many cases, the drivers play Christian music or listen to sermons. They see their work as a sort of mobile Christian ministry, sharing the good news with their passengers. It was only a matter of time for the Freedom From Religion Foundation to hit a speed bump. They claim the drivers are discriminating against atheists, and they want Uber and Lyft to implement policies that would forbid drivers from sharing their faith. They fired off letters to both companies accusing drivers of proselytizing, missionized against their will, is how the angry atheist described it. You know, it seems to me with all the road rage on America's highways these days, even the atheist crowd would welcome a calming and inspirational presence on our roadway. There's a reason why Carrie Underwood asked Jesus to take the wheel and not an atheist. I'm Todd Starnes. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. Ephesians 1, 11. American Family Radio. 
1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. The A-Team. That was a George Papard, I think, and uh, was Mr. T Mr. On T. Baracus. I love the it when a plan comes together. <laughs> <laughs> I pity the fool who's not wearing green today. I pity the fool. <laughs> hey, come on, guys. Pinch me. Come on. Where you at? All right, folks. <laughs> I'm glad I'm creeping you guys out, keeping the pinches away. All right, folks, it is Trivia Friday, also known as Learning University. University. Uh, Good sing-song. That was excellent. All right, folks, uh, if you want to call to get on the program, here's the number to call, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. We're going to reset our questions in just a moment, but... JJ, you uh, going to be on the road anytime soon? Uh, I am. Thank you for asking. Tomorrow night, wild game dinner at Holly Baptist Church in Corinth, Mississippi. Oftentimes, it's just for men. This is for men, women, boys, and girls. Good. We're going to laugh together. There's always great food, fellowship, and door prizes. It's a free event. Holly Baptist Church tomorrow night, Saturday night in Corinth, Mississippi. Starts at 5 p.m. Okay, great. All right, Brother Bert. Okay. You're our lead professor today. Oh, Go ahead wow. And get us started. Here's the Bible question The Bible lists 12 apostles in three of the Gospels. Who is always listed last in the list of the apostles in the three Gospels? Who is always listed last? And then, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, what do the three leaves of a shamrock represent according to Irish tradition? And my new question is this. In C.S. Lewis' book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what is the name of the lion? What is the name good of the question. lion? Good question. Really good questions. All right, here are my three questions. Francis Jane Van Alstyne was an American composer who wrote more than 8,000 hymns and gospel songs. By what name is she more commonly known? Second question, while termites are the most destructive pest in the U.S., what do exterminators consider the worst nuisance insect pest? And then third question, olive oil is a fruit juice. Is that true or false? Here's what I've got from the Old Testament. One of the many times the Israelites were grumbled and complained They spoke out against God and Moses. The Lord sent snakes. They were being bitten, and they were dying. And so the people repented, and the Lord said, Okay, Moses, you do this, and after you do this, when the people are bitten by the snake, they'll survive. What did he tell Moses to do to keep the people who were being uh, bitten by the snakes? What did they have to do to survive? Second question, uh, what nation is referred to as the Emerald Isle? What nation is referred to as the Emerald Isle? And then third question, what TV show from the 1960s began with the words, there's nothing wrong with your television set, and it's not the Twilight Zone, but that was a very good guess. Yes. And it wasn't the A-Team. 
And it wasn't, it wasn't the A-team, the A-team. which right. would be a bad guess. Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> well, at least they had a cool van. They did. Yes. They did. Right. Hey, when, oh, when, listen. They lived in a van down by the river. So. Uh, you know, racing three boys during that time frame, it was the Dukes of Hazard and the A-team. Right. My wife had to put up with <laughs> all of that. I mean, you know, that was life. Hey, you guys ready to go to the phone? Yeah, call? let's yes, go. Yes, sir. Let's go to Mississippi, and it's Kerry. Kerry, welcome. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, man. What part of Mississippi are you from? I'm in Hattiesburg. Oh, wow. Good area. Good you just word. came through Laurel, Hattiesburg last weekend. Good area. Oh, are you a, yes, Southern, are you a going... Southern fan? Oh, uh, yes, sir. You, you almost have to be. Southern <laughs> Mississippi. Live in that area. Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. University. Hey, you want to answer, <laughs> ask, or do both, Kerry? Uh, do both. Okay. First, I want to thank Bert Harper for finally sending my Hunter Questions book by him and Alex. Oh, man, you finally <laughs> got it? On. Hey, listen. I answered a question on Christmas. I finally got it. Well, we oh. – we, uh, <laughs> Supply, we, supply we chain be, issue, brother. Right. Supply we, we, chain It was in issue. the Pacific. It was out there in the Pacific. It, it was That's because of COVID, Kerry. We can't help it. <laughs> oh, man, everything is because of COVID. Isn't that true? <laughs> Uh, All right, which anyway, question you want to uh, which question you want to answer? Well, I thought JJ Jasper had a question about the uh, which city dyed its river green because I'm an early morning listener also, but uh, I didn't hear him. Yeah, I do have I do have that, uh, and that's going to be a little later on. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and and uh, and add that. What American city has dyed its river green every St. Patrick's Day since 1962? Well, I learned that in high school. I believe it's Chicago. Chicago. Woo. Yes, sir. And you uh, you got that question correct. You're right. I gave the uh, early morning radio listeners, the music listeners, I gave them a heads up, gave them a little hint. Yeah. So, But I was going to get to this when it wasn't in my original three. So... Hey, uh, great job on that. Can and you the, believe- the, unfortunately, in Cleveland, their river is green all the time. <laughs> for, it's not for a different for the reason. Oh, that was Called low. algae? That was low. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Chicago, they uh, they put uh, dye in there, and it's they've dyed their river green every single St. Patrick's Day since 1960. There's more Irish descendants in Chicago than any city in the United States. More than New York City? More than New York City. Wow. And you know what? I did not know that about Chicago until a couple of nights ago when the uh, my hockey team, the Boston Bruins, were playing in Chicago. And just before the game started, the announcers were talking, and they were talking about, the, uh, did you see the river yet? It's dyed green. Really? Now, I didn't know that about Chicago until then. That's got to be a pretty fun novelty. Hey, well, I'm glad you're listening uh, early mornings. What's your question for us uh probably quite simple uh i had a couple but uh what is the eighth commandment <laughs> all right so the eighth commandment so we going, need joseph going, going back parker here. okay so uh um all right uh, uh have, have no other god before me no idols you don't take the name of the lord god in vain uh number four is um uh uh, honor your mother and father. I mean, that's no, number five. It's uh, the Sabbath. keep the Sabbath day holy. Honor your mother and father. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall Don't not steal. steal. Is that eight? And then you shall not bear false witness and you shall and not, not covet. covet. So it's you shall not steal. Steal. 
Did we count it right, All Kerry? Right. Good job. Yep. Well, uh, I seen you looking at your computer, but you know, uh, no sir. No, he is, no. He is, he no, is. I was, I was thinking, I was looking up at the ceiling and going, going down the list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was looking in his mind's no, eye. Good, good to keep that on your heart. <laughs> yes, sir, buddy. Way to go, Kerry. Way to go. Hey, Kerry. And by the way, that uh, book, it's in the mail. <laughs> That, that book you ordered, it's in, it's in the mail. It'll get there. Thank you, Kerry. Okay. Man, Mississippi's going wild today. It's Mark. Welcome, Mark. Hello. Yeah, you're on, Mark. What part of Mississippi are you from? I'm in South Haven. Up where oh, wow. style started. Yeah. Yes, South Haven's in the north part <laughs> yeah. of Mississippi. That's right. That's right. Okay. Well, Mark, do you want to answer, ask, or do both? I was going to do both. Okay. Which question do you want to take a stab at? Uh, I'm going to answer your question, Bert, on which of the apostles was always listed last. Okay. Well, you've, you've asked it already. Oh, it, it appears, <laughs> let me share with you, John's the only one that doesn't have a list. Matthew, Mark, Luke have a list. But then it's also listed in the book of Acts, but the only list, the 11 there. Right. So I couldn't ask that. Right. But who is the apostle that's always listed last? Judas. Judas is carrot. That is correct. Yeah. I almost hate to clap for Judas. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. We're clapping for Mark. Yeah, yeah that's it. right. There and it always <laughs> said who betrayed Jesus or was going to betray Jesus or was a traitor. Yeah. But in the book of Acts, it doesn't list him because he had already hung himself. And so that that he was not listed there. Right. And uh, so that list, we've had that. We're going through the book of Mark, and that yeah. was the question. We went through that the other day, and I said, I'm going to bring that to trivia. That's a, gra- that's oh, a, that's that's a really great, good. great yeah. question. Great way. Hey, Mark, you got a question for us? I do. Go ahead, do you brother. Gentlemen happen to know, do you gentlemen happen to know um, who started the Kingsford Charcoal Company? Well, that was old Bubba Kingsford, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, the Kingsford, I, you know, I've I just, heard I this. Know. This is going to be one. The reason I ask, there's a, there's a fairly interesting story behind yeah, it, or the, at least I thought it was. Interesting. This is one of those things where it's going to be like a car company or, you know, how one of these people that make copy machines, they made uh, on the fighter side. pilots, yeah. they made fighter jets, you know, Mitsubishi, the car. Yeah. They made uh, air fighter, you know, uh, airplanes for Japan. So it's going to be, I've heard something about this, but I, I can't get a brain working good this morning. Tell You'll us have, the answer. Yeah. Uh, Henry Ford. Well, like Henry you said, Ford. Ford. said that like a car maker. He was walking. He was walking through the plant when they were still building the uh, old Model Ts, and, and uh, he saw all the scrap hardwood laying around because you know they used a lot of wood on the bed of the trucks. And he saw that scrap hardwood laying around. Decided they needed to find a use for it, so they started making charcoal with it. Therefore, Kings Ford. Kingsford, Kingsford. Ford. yeah, yeah. Oh. Ford. And you know, that's that one is... of the major brands. That's been around for yes. a long hey, time. I've got it. You know, when yeah. two, 2000 happened and everything was going to shut down, right. I bought four or five bags of that stuff. So if electricity <laughs> went off, I had it. It's still there, man. <laughs> I hadn't used it yet. Right Along with the water. We yeah. still got our water. Right. The water. Got rice <laughs> you remember and, that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, Mark. You think about man. Y2K, right? Y2K. Yeah. Y2K. All right. Thanks, buddy. Let's go to the neighboring state of Mississippi, and that is the state of Alabama. Welcome, Larry. Hey, gentlemen. How you doing today? We're doing well. How are you? Doing the same. <laughs> hey, man. What part of doing Alabama? Well. What part of uh, home sweet sweet home are you there? Are you from, Larry? 
I'm the Quad Cities Larry. Yes, sir. <laughs> Quad Cities Larry. And you Muscle named Shoals, the Quad Lawrence, Cities, guys, without Larry. Lawrence, Phelps. Tuscumbia, Muscle Shoals, Muscle Shoals and uh, uh, let's see, Florence, Tuscumbia, Muscle Shoals, and Sheffield. Sheffield, that's it. Great Quad, area, Larry. It used to be the Tri-Cities that's, until that's, Tuscumbia that's, grew and it became Quad Cities. Right. And Florence seems a little bit of the oddball because they're across the river. Across the river. Yeah. They are. Well, Larry, you want to answer, ask, or do both? I want to try both. Well, which which question do you want to try with? I'm going to try the Emerald Isle question. Here's the question. What nation is referred to as the Emerald Isle? Could it be Ireland? It's Ireland. Nicely done. And uh, Ireland's beautiful, lush, green land landscape earned the country the nickname Emerald Isle. Yep. And there's a difference in Northern Ireland and Ireland. And Ireland. That's that's what the battle was all on, Northern Ireland, for years and years. You better know the difference. Know the difference. (laughs) Hey, Larry, you got a question for us? Uh, Yes, sir, I do. Uh, True, false. Uh, Ergophobia is the fear of work or the workplace. What, what's, the, what's the word again? Ergophobia. Argo. Oh, oh that, okay. Hang on a second, Larry. That is true. That's got to be true because ergonomics is the study of work, work and movement. I would think so. Here's the deal. I thought it was a fear of wearing Argo socks. <laughs> <laughs> According to where you work. And that fear is apparently spread uh, all over the country <laughs> because it's hard for people to, employers to find people to work. That's so right. I'm did, sure did, did they get it, Larry? True. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Woo. Yeah, people, the, people don't really want to work uh, like they used to. Yeah. And that's a... There goes that ergo. Not like, not like us 50s, guys. That's right. All right, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to AFR, Larry. You sure do. Let's go to the great te- state of Texas and talk to Joe. Welcome, Joe. Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Howdy, Joe. What part of Texas? <laughs> El Paso, Texas. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, Como way estas? out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes sir yes sir hey um the uh you want to ask answer or do both sir yes sir uh just answer okay which one you feel I'm confident gonna, about i'm gonna take there's two of them but i'm gonna go with the uh, bert's uh the uh leaf clover okay yes here it is and it is this question what do the three leaves of a shamrock represent according to irish tradition I'm going to go with um, the Trinity. Woo, yes. Yes. Exactly. Nicely done. I, I, didn't, I ask, didn't know that. I got to ask the follow-up question. Can you name the Trinity? <laughs> the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Hey, Amen. Man, that's exactly oh, right. Isn't that interesting? St. Patrick. Yeah. Uh, re- I never knew anything about it just growing up except you wore green. Right. Right. And has <laughs> gotten through it, you know? Yeah. I mean, he was some kind of a guy. Yes. I mean, he was from Britain. You know, and he was taken captive. Pirates. Pirates take him to Ireland. He he escapes, <laughs> gets right with God, saved, and then as a missionary goes back to Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a guy. And, yeah. and dr- uh, drove out some snakes along the way. Along that's the way. A, that's a action 
uh, movie hero right there. And that's the, the source of the Disney ride, Pirates of the Emerald Island. So <laughs> hey. if you ever get to Disney, you know, that's it. Yes. That's- Joe, what's your question for us? No, that's it. Uh, I, I, my mind was kind of spinning when after I was able to get through. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you for Thank listening. You. Yes, that's right. Here we go. My cord's getting tied up here. Let's <laughs> go to Ohio and talk to Dottie. Welcome, Dottie. Hi, good morning. Hey, Dottie, you're going to have to turn your radio down or move away from the radio because there's a little bit of delay and there's some feedback that will mess you up and mess us up. (laughs) Okay, so um, I'm going to answer the question of the snakes. Oh, here we go. Uh, Israelites in the wilderness, uh, they they rebelled against God and Moses. God sent snakes. They were getting killed. (laughs) The Lord told Moses, do this. And then when the people are bitten by snakes, here's how they will survive. What what did he tell Moses to do? Make a snake image and mount it on a pole. Yes, ma'am. That's right. Uh, and make, it, a make, a, make, a, make a bronze image. Hey! <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I was trying to give a little more back. So make a bronze image of a snake, put it on a pole. Whoever looks at the snake after they've been bitten, if you look at the bronze snake, then you'll you'll be healed. You'll survive. And Jesus even referred back to that. Right. Amen. He did. Way to go, Dottie. Nice yeah. to go. Dottie, you know what that cowbell means? I think I do. <laughs> you won yourself a AFR stainless steel tumbler. How do you feel about awesome. that? I love it. Love it. I'll take it everywhere. <laughs> well, you're not required to do that, but we appreciate it. Show it off to folks. Tell them about American Family Radio. So be sure and stay on the line so we can get your mailing address, Dottie, so we can send it to you a little quicker than Kerry gets his. Kerry uh, got his book. Yeah, got his book, finally. Yeah. Hey, Dottie, you have a question for us? I do, real quick. You probably know the answer. So talking about the uh, Andy Griffith show question with the three cents, what was the name of the girlfriend in that episode of Opie? Oh, oh Dottie, that's, that's a good, deep, that see a good question. Oh, deep trivia right I there. I should have watched that show before I answered that, <laughs> yeah. asked that question. <laughs> that is an excellent question. I, Bert, do you know? We're going to, uh, Brent's going to take it. Charlotte. Yes. That's it. Hey, our board operator came through for the win. The other question is, you know, Opie and Aunt B ate apple pie after the show at the end. What did Andy eat? Uh-huh. Do you remember that? Crow. Dottie? Crow. 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 <laughs> oh, that's good. Yep. That's that was good. one of that I'll I'll just say that's one of the top ten shows uh of the andy griffith show of the andy oh, griffith show. It really it is. Is. We, we really like it my husband and i i can't tell you how long we've been watching it but forever we have been watching it every night for us it comes on at eight o'clock and plays till nine and we make sure we watch it <laughs> oh that's great a lot of learning <laughs> goes on there i'm telling you guys <laughs> absolutely uh, hey, yes hey Dottie, stay on the line we're going to put you on hold cindy roberts is going to get on with you and get your information and we will send you your mug in the mail. That's right. Hey, guys, do we need to reset our question? Yes, let's, That's a good idea. let's yeah. do, that. do that. Start us off, brother. Okay. The one, if I haven't, I've just got one that hasn't answered anyway. I'll add one to it. In the C.S. Lewis book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what is the name of the lion? What is the name of the lion? Here's a nature question. I love my, uh, one of my grandsons loves this stuff. 
what is the top speed of a peregrine falcon? A per- hey, I always have a hard time saying that. Peregrine falcon. It's the fastest one. I won't give a multiple choice on this one. It's too hard. Is it 150 miles an hour, 220 miles per hour, or 255 miles per hour? They're the wow. fastest animal, period. Period. As far on as land, land animal in the yeah. In the sea and the air, the and that's when it's diving. That's not when it's right. You know, soloing. The other question that I would ask is this: I love this question. What candy was included as a military rations for soldiers in World War II? There was a candy that was included as a military ration for soldiers in World War II. What was it? Excellent question. Yeah. All right. Here are my three questions. You know, no one's even taken really a shot. At any of these, uh, folks, uh, Help it out. there's one true false. <laughs> it's a 50, 50. All right. Here are my three questions. Francis Jane Van Alstyne was an American composer who wrote more than 8,000 hymns and gospel songs. By what name is she more commonly known? Second question. While termites are the most destructive pest in the U S what do exterminators consider the worst nuisance insect pest? And third question, here's the true-false. Olive oil is a fruit juice. Is that true or false? Here's All what right. I've here's what I've got. First question, what TV show from the 1960s began with the words, there is nothing wrong with your television set, and it's not the Twilight Zone, but it's in that genre. Second question, where is this? This is a new question. Where is the oldest and largest St. Patrick's Day Parade in the world, and it's not in Ireland. Where is the oldest and largest St. Patrick's Day Parade in the world? And then I'll add one more, true or false. We've got a lot of St. Patrick's Day questions. St. Patrick's Day was originally associated with the color blue. Is that true or false? St. Patrick's Day was originally associated with the color blue. True or false? Good hey, question. We've reset them. Let's go to Kansas and talk to Gwendolyn. Welcome, Gwendolyn. Hello. Yes. What part of Kansas are you from? And is it flat there? <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's a little flat. <laughs> <laughs> I just wondered. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Topeka, Kansas. Thankfully, oh, wow. the, thankfully yeah. the wind's not blowing. Yeah, that's right. So you've got that. <laughs> that's right. Well, Gwendolyn, do you want to ask, answer, or both? Uh, I want to answer a question. Okay. Which question? Um, the one about the um, the TV show. Yes, ma'am. Here, started out. Here's the question. What TV show from the 1960s began with the words, there's nothing wrong with your television set? Okay, I'm going to say it's The Outer Limits. Outer Limits. Outer Limits. What a scary show. Uh, for those of you old enough to remember it, I was really, really young, but it would whew, it would just give you the willies. Yeah, it, 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 that, that was uh, scary. <laughs> now, my, my wife even thought The Twilight Zone was scary. I'm not talking about when she was a kid. When we got married, she said, I'm not watching this. This gives me nightmares. And I always thought The Outer Limits was scarier. So I agree. Did you Did you watch that? A little bit? Yeah, I watched both of them, Twilight Zone and The Outer Limits. Yeah. But you were tough. didn't scare you, did it, Gwendolyn? No, uh, yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Until it was time to go down the hall and go to the bathroom by yourself. Will you go with me? <laughs> then you're worried about something jumping out behind a, a doorway. Hey, I got to tell a little bit on my son, who's full-grown, married, has kids and everything. But <clears throat> when he was a little boy, we had a 
uh, a cocker spaniel named Oliver. And he, Tony, like a lot of kids, when we'd send him to his room to get something and bring it back up, he gets a little scared looking down that hallway. And he'd always say, come here, Oliver, come here, Oliver. And I would think, whatever you think is under your bed, that dog's not going to be much of a help. So. But, you know, you don't want to go by yourself. And Oliver well, my dog would have who... licked him to death, man. Yeah, there, you I'm telling you. Yeah. there you go. Uh, hey, let's. let's... Uh, does Gwendolyn. Uh, yeah, do you have Gwendolyn... a question for us, Gwendolyn? No, I don't have a question for you, though. Thank you so much for listening to AFR. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Have a wonderful weekend. Okay, let's go to Tennessee. Tara, welcome. Where are you from in Tennessee? Uh, Georgetown, Tennessee. Okay, fantastic. Well, we're getting close to a break, so we'll try to get it all in. Which one do you want to answer? I want to, uh, the one about the lion. Okay, here it is. In the book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what is the name of the lion? Aslan. That is correct. Amen. Excellent. That is great. Who does that represent, guys? Let me see. He he took the place of someone, death, I and mean, died, right. died, and, and then, then he came wrote, back. Came back. That's yes. right. I wonder who that is. Right. Okay. That's good stuff. Hey. Good Friday, right around the corner, and Resurrection Sunday. Amen. What's your question for us? Um, I actually don't have a question, uh, but actually the reason why I knew that is because that's my nephew's middle name, and they named him after the lion. So oh, that's wow. how I knew when I heard it. I, that was not my initial question that I was going to, or my question that I was going to answer. But when I heard y'all guys say that, I was like, if no one does it, I'm going to do it. So, well, he's named after a good uh, character in yep. a wonderful series. You can't go wrong with C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, children and adults yes that man's mind could take complicated theology and just bring it down put the cookies on the bottom he really did lord help us do that that's good tara have a great weekend there in tennessee thank you so much for listening to afr well folks we are going to take a five minute break for news and when we come back we will reset our questions well we might wait a few minutes to reset our questions we'll go right back to the phones But you're listening to Trivia Friday on the American Family Radio Network. Again, five-minute break for news. But we will be right back. Hope you join us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.